Hey folks, welcome to Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. An actual play Westmarch's campaign using the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons set in the homebrewed world of Kalidor. My name is Darren Stotrup, and I'll be your Game Master. Last time, as our adventurers traveled north to find the location of the Elven Festival, they discovered the entrance to a lair guarded by two goblins and their wargs. As the adventurers endeavored to sneak around the lair and continue north, Rodiger accidentally drew attention to the party, and a battle ensued. In the end, only one fleeing goblin remained. As it reached for the safety of its lair, a well-placed arrow from Ansem's bow stuck fast the goblin's hand to the door. We now join the adventurers in the aftermath, as Ansem seeks to interrogate their attacker. I'm going to repeat to everyone, don't kill it. I'm going to get what I can out of him in common. And then as I approach, I'm going to tell him, cast your weapon aside and we can speak in goblin. Yeah, it drops the bow mm-hmm. and then it you know, waves its hand as it reaches out towards the, the sword, like pulls it out with its fingers and then like <laughs> drops it behind it. <laughs> Excellent. Elias will try to offer uh, Rodiger a hand up. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> you say no thank you no no I say yeah well thank you oh thank oh, you okay, yeah. <laughs> so she yeah she goes over there and helps Rodiger up and Rodiger is kind of dazed you know but he's uh you yeah you're a little bit bloodied aren't you buddy mm-hmm. yeah it's 13 kind of 13. yeah you get up pretty roughly yeah I'm gonna come up to the goblin and make sure it's not like dying. It's not like gonna bleed out on me here, right? It's just pretty messed up. Yeah, it's really messed up. If you left it to this state at some <laughs> point, it would probably. But it's its life isn't expiring before no, my no, eyes. No, like no. I need to stop it. Okay. Um, I'm I'm gonna you know say you hate your boss and your job. Tell us what, what's what's your boss and your job. And I'm gonna put my weapons away and just be kind of fairly intimidating, but not like I'm about to kill you. I'm just gonna try to let it calm down a bit. You're not being intimidating, you're saying. So let me go ahead and have you roll persuasion with advantage. Okay. And I'm gonna have it roll wisdom. It knows what's good for it. I'll take a natty 20 again. I'm very persuasive. I'm very survival. <laughs> so you can see it very hesitant to answer, but it's also, it knows what its position is here. You know, it's mm-hmm. got its hands stuck to this. It's, there's no getting away. If you want it dead, it's dead. Mm-hmm. I'm still right there growling at it. You're a big cat. Yeah. I'm going to ask it that and then kind of turn and be like, you know, make sure there's nothing coming while I'm talking to it. Just, I mean, I'm going to instruct my party to be like, hey, let's make sure we're not sure if there's more. I would tell her in some military terms, like, secure the perimeter, you know? Okay. I'll do one of those, like, you know, when cats do that kind of huff thing. Mm-hmm. Huff kind of in its face, in the goblin's face. And then I'll go walk, walk around a little. <laughs> do a lap. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's bossing this job. Yeah. So with Datura out of the way a little bit, it's able to calm down a bit more as, uh, mm-hmm. as Ansem is trying to reason with it. With a natural 20, yeah, you've convinced it. It's going to spill the beans on, on everything. It's going to be like, Hot <laughs> ah, Goblin, come uh, take over lair. Uh, banish with magic Goblin Chief. Don't like Hobgoblin. Uh, Hobgoblin, take magic man. Turn Chief into cat. <laughs> uh, make me guard uh, against uh, other Goblin. Okay. No, no like kill other Goblin in tribe. Goblin, other tribe, yeah, kill, of course, yes, but not me own goblin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll ask um, 
And that there was just the one hobgoblin. No, 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 no. Hobgoblin chief leader. More hobgoblin. Bring mm. more monsters. Lair. Um, no kill me. Mm-hmm. Protect. If you help us, we can help you. <laughs> Again, you had a natural <laughs> 20. He's, yeah, he's working with you. <laughs> Lair fraud. Lair not real. Lair under layer. Hobgoblin, more mm-hmm. creature, more protect. Top layer, decoy. Mm-hmm. Top layer, mage. Top layer, fake. Mm, I understand. And the the chief hobgoblin did this, or he has magicians that work for him. Hobgoblin, find magician in the woods here. Take magician. Uh, make magician work for tribe against mm. goblin tribe for hobgoblin benefit. And. Was the was the mage compelled? Is he a prisoner also? Prisoner. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And he like he, he looks like he's like me. Friends work with mage. Uh, mage work with us. Goblin and mage closer friend than uh, hobgoblin and mage. Mm, excellent, excellent. And they are just beyond these doors. Is this layer? Yeah, yeah. Just inside the layer, there is many. Rooms, there are probably some goblin, but uh, not not the hobgoblins. They don't live here, live under. Mm. How many hobgoblins are there? Elias will inch over and ask, uh, what are you guys talking about? While the goblin is composing himself and stuff, I'm going to relate what I'm hearing. Like, I'll just be kind of speaking off, you know, I'm looking at him, but I'm talking to them when he says, oh, yeah, the boss did that. So I'm just going to be, you know, translating, basically. As this happens, sorry. Yeah. So they're all he, up on this too. Uh, he says, Hobgoblin, their hunting party yesterday to east. One Hobgoblin. Um, he starts counting. He's trying to count. He's got like, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna help him like put up fingers. I'm like, there's how many? Like how many? He indicates there's probably yeah, in, including before he's eh, nine Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Hobgoblins. And how many goblins? <laughs> How many of your friends are there still? Uh, goblin, there were uh, 20 at left total. Um, many live below mm-hmm. atop for decoy. Closer, uh, perhaps five, three, five. Always one pretend chieftain. Mm-hmm. One chieftain in throne room. Usually two guards with chieftain. Perhaps two, mm-hmm. three others. Uh, wander or or break room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get that. Um, are there any hobgoblins that stay up top as well? Only pass through or interact with mage mm-hmm. or catch us break room uh, mm-hmm. punishment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And are all of the hobgoblins here right now or some out? One hunt party. <laughs> uh, rest in lower layer. I also offer that we should perhaps just note that this is here and deal with them later, given our impending um, mm-hmm. deadline. Yeah, Rotagra agree to that and say he tried to find something to heal there, like mm-hmm. go to the bodies and search to the bodies and see if he can find something mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, he has my loot. I, I'm, you know, I'm going to. Uh... I, I, in my pouch, I've got all my, my berries here. So as this guy's doing this, I'm going to try to get his hand out of the arrow. Uh, I would say, you, you know, you know, thank, thank you for this. Let, I'm going to try to get you free of this arrow. So 
I'm going to try to do that without hurting him further. Okay. Are you going to give him uh, any berries to begin with? Or are you going to I'm gonna, wait? I'm going to give him, like, <laughs> first off, I'm going to hand them to uh, Rodiger. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give him some berries. I'm like, here, th- these will soothe your wounds. And I'm going to hand him, how much damage did he take? Like a lot. <laughs> Rodiger took uh, 14 points of damage. 14. Okay. I'm going to give him. Yeah, it's lot. Yeah. Meta question. We get yeah. hit dice on short rests? On short rests, you can spend hit die. And yeah. On long rest, you can spend and regain okay. hit die. And uh, David, how many hit die do you have as a barbarian? So your your level is going to be how many hit dice you have, and then you're going to be like okay. that, that dice so number gonna, is going to be... Yeah. Barbarians are like D10 is their base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually your hit point. It's the same as when yeah. you level. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to suggest to everyone... I'll, I'll give him a handful of these and I'll say... Uh, let's let's take a rest now, and when you've done that, you know, eat these until you feel better, basically. Uh, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take one out and give it to the goblin and just tell him, yeah, eat this. It's gonna help. If we're gonna rest, food. do we get spells back on a short rest or a long rest? Depends on your class. Yeah, sometimes Jeremy but... will get his spells back. You will get your shapes back. I, yeah, I'll definitely. If we're gonna short rest, I will drop wild shape because mm-hmm. I'll get that back I just wasn't sure if I would get spells mm-hmm. so you guys are gonna chill out here for an hour or something like that yeah I mean while we're just I'm gonna try it so I'm gonna give yeah. the goblin the berry just to stabilize him because it'll give him a hit point back yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna tell him like the hit this is good it, it will it will help you heal okay so you take I'll, I'll have him yeah he eats, eats that and then it's a it's tasty it's from yeah it tastes good <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you're, how are you taking? Oh, what are you doing with this arrow? And I'm, I'm actually, I don't know. I'm going to look for like a piece of cloth or something. I'm going to say this is going to hurt, and I'm going to have him like bite down on like a, a stick with a cloth. Uh huh. And and I say, make no noise, otherwise there will be more fighting. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> while while I do this, and I'm going to try to free him of that. I might have to tour like help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. To um, try to do this. Yeah, I would just call that dexterity if you want to okay. do it. Yeah, dex. Uh, with with help is that advantage? Yeah, advantage. Okay. I will also have dropped shape out of his vision. Okay. So that in theory he won't he won't know that I was the panther. Twenty three. Okay. Yeah. You guys are you slide surgery. In. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just pull this thing perfectly. Out. So you break the arrow ahead of time so it doesn't have to go mm-hmm. flexing mm-hmm. or anything. And he just oh. and he like looks up and he feels a little woozy. <laughs> He's got like this <laughs> hole through his hand. Just <laughs> keep chewing the berry. Keep chewing yeah. the berry. <laughs> <laughs> and then just you know I'll try I'll try to use like a scrap of cloth just to like help him like bind yeah. it up so that he's not going to bleed out yeah. I'll say to Ansem hearing you know what he's been saying can you ask him you know if if we were to try to help them um, get free of the hobgoblins at some point mm-hmm. um, does he think that his other goblins would would help us do that like would they be mm-hmm. up for us helping or should we just stay away from this altogether with with the group here basically as we're essentially taking a breather here i'm going to say i know we have this invitation but right now we have the element of surprise and we need a plan because (laughs) we know their layer now i don't know if they'll be on higher alert if we leave and come back and i also don't know what to do with this one in that case as well they also won't know when we come next time either. True. I would argue we should have the element of surprise then too. For all they mm-hmm. know, we could have just stumbled across their top thing and their mm-hmm. forgery worked. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm concerned that this one will not be able to keep a secret if they interrogate him as to what happened out here. Then take him with you. Yeah, I think that might be our best option. <laughs> you know, I'll be looking to the others. 
We also can ask for the forest and see if he knows the mm -hmm. forest. Yeah, I'll ask him if he knows about any elves or this. I'll try to describe what we're looking for and see if he knows anything about it. With a language barrier, I can try to uh, attempt to non-verbally be like, we're not bad. You can come with, you can trust us mm -hmm. type yeah. gesture. Do you want me to roll for that? Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> if, if you just kind of approach him with any sort of, you know, air of like being kind Empathy. to him, you know? Yeah, because with a natural 20, he's pretty much butter in your guys' hands. <laughs> um, so as long as you guys don't do anything to mess that up, then he's mm -hmm. he's pretty okay with doing what you guys uh, want. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. He's not tracking the common that you guys are speaking to each other if you're speaking in common or anything like that. Uh, but he's anytime you speak goblin, he'll be able to track. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I mean, and I think I'm the only one who speaks goblin. I've been asking what his name is. Uh, name uh, R Ripshank. Ripshank. I, I'm, I'm just going to do... I, I'm going to introduce in Ripshank. My name is Darkness, and these are my friends. <laughs> Darkness. <F> friends. <laughs> Ripshank. <laughs> I would say, now, uh, please understand, I uh, we had no intention of uh, of attacking, uh, but that dog got the better of us, I'm afraid. I'm sorry for your friend here. And we're in an odd position because if you go back, we think it might arouse suspicion, and we can't have this, your, your boss. What's his name? <laughs> like, what's what's the boss's name? Oh, Just goodness. For, what was it? Shargoth. Canon now, Darren. <laughs> right? Yep. <laughs> it's canon now. Uh, Shargoth is the boss. I'm going to tell him now. Well, I think we're afraid that Shargoth might hurt you for failing him, and also might try to hurt you to understand better. So we have no intention of letting you fall into any more harm, and I think we could help one another. Does this sound agreeable? It's good. It's good. <laughs> so I, I propose that you come with us. We can keep you safe. Uh, you can heal up. Um, they may even assume that you're dead because of. And, and I'll indicate the, the gore behind. Um, Likely would have run away. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should come with us. We can become friends and find a way to save your friends. How does that sound? Sound good. Good. Ripshake don't like Shargath. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ripshake appreciate mage. Uh, we'll follow you. <laughs> Keep Goblin alive or Goblin run. <laughs> and I'll give him, I'm going to give him another good berry. <laughs> Right, <laughs> mending him a bit. <laughs> I, I don't. I want him to kind of depend on us right now, though. So I'm How, him what part? Of, like, what time of the day are we at? Yes. I know we're yeah. taking short rest, but are we getting close to a long rest? It is about four o'clock ish. It's about four thirty. So a yeah. couple hours to sunset. Basically. Yeah, so you can see the okay. sun dipping down. How injured is he looking at this point? He looks pretty badly beaten up. I'm gonna say, Ripshank, let's gather our strength and then we're going to go. Can you think of somewhere, you know, given how much time we want to spend, can you think of somewhere safe that we could uh, make camp for the night away from here? And he uh, he thinks about it a little bit. He's like, uh, should not stay here. Uh, if see mess, we'll, we'll come looking, spread goblin out. Perhaps in, in, in the woods. Uh, can mm -hmm. can climb? I, I think we can climb fairly well. He's space in tree, uh, branches, goblin, sometime go uh, go go hide for safety up mm. in tree uh, escape hop goblin look for uh, for a goblin uh, play he like motions his hand you know the, the game where you like throw like a, a dagger you know like a, a knife you know between your fingers kind oh, of thing yeah. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll nod and say yes that that sounds like a terrific idea 
Um, so I, I'm going to propose to the party that we, you know, rest up, regain our strength, and then and and head in the direction we want to go to this camp he's he's mentioned. Any objections? No, sounds good. All right. So do you yeah. think we can trust him? Um, I think he's ruled by fear, and right now we're probably the scariest things, but also friendly. <laughs> but I would say keep an eye on him to be sure. All right. And actually. I will have Luna yes. watch him. I was going to say, we'll make sure the owl is with him at all times and she can wake us up if he tries to do anything. Mm-hmm. I think if the others were looting, we'll take a short rest and then we'll head the direction we wanted to go and ask him where where, the, where a good tree would be. Excellent, okay. So you guys have been traveling for about seven hours. So if you guys want to go about another three miles, you can get mm-hmm. into the woods. We go, are we going straight north or did he seem to indicate we need to go east to get to the forest? He was indicating north. Okay. He knows of some big trees that you can kind of climb up into. One hour north, it's about three miles, because at this point, pushing gotcha. past this, you're going to start uh, having to roll for exhaustion, which you're welcome to, um, mm. but traveling well, any further in the day. Yeah, we will not. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you so, head. Yeah. yeah. So as you, you climb up through that hillside, you, you pass through this area. And as you get uh, up towards the top, you can see, you know, the woods start you know opening up. And it's not a forest, but it's, it's pretty uh, spread out woods. Uh, woodland area and so you can kind of go inside there and you get about an hour in and Ripshank indicates uh, some trees that there's um, you can see a little bit of handholds in them you know and mm-hmm. uh, and there's a couple of, of branches that have been sort of tied near it so they're kind of easy to grab hold of mm-hmm. kind of indicates the tree uh, mm-hmm. and he like goes up to it and you know he's like puts up, up in three branches I'm going to ask him are you okay to climb with your hand yeah, yeah. He like grabs hold of it and like ah, bites on one of the hand, ah, and he starts like <laughs> clambering up. It's not as elegant as he might have been able to do, like scrambling up really easily. But he, right. he eventually it takes him a little bit of time, mm-hmm. and he seems like kind of slide down one point, ah, and then he like gets back up, and he climbs his way up to the top, and he's at the top, and he's like, <laughs> I'm gonna tell. I, I'm gonna say, detour with you, you go up with him, and then I'll I'll bring up the rear if you, if you all want to head in. And so I'm going to let them go up first and just try to kind of go back and cover our tracks a bit to make sure that we're not, you know, there's not like we've got muddy footprints up to the base of the tree. You know, I want to make sure we're safe. Yes. So the tree, the limbs up there, it's about uh, 20 feet up. So uh, you can climb up there. I'll need people to roll athletics. Also knowing falling from 10 feet is not fun to do. Okay. I'm definitely going to guidance myself because I have a negative one. I'll give you guys advantage on your athletics because there are some handholds in. Okay. Yeah. Advantage with athletics. All right. This is going to be bad. I'm just going to say that right now. Does anybody have any rope? <laughs> I. Oh, yeah. I, I think I have rope on me. Good call. A little little DM hint. The problem is, is I need the rope up there already. <laughs> I also have rope. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want to go first. So I'm going to go first with advantage and guidance. We're going to see how this goes. <laughs> You're fairly nimble. You're an elf, sort of. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, is nimble doesn't matter. It's strength that matters for this. So 11. <laughs> not, not great. Yeah, how did you do? Uh, yeah, so she starts climbing up and <laughs> she doesn't get far enough to like actually hurt herself, but she, you know, she starts climbing up and she grabs one of these handholds and it's just a little bit too small you know mm-hmm. so she stumbles down a little bit but she gets back up and she's able to just about make it up to the you said it was 11 is that what you said 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you you just make it up there, but it was a little bit. Made myself squirrel first. (laughs) Hindsight. Hindsight. You're going to tie the rope up there or something? Yeah, I'd say if I'm I'm somewhere I can tie rope, I will tie rope. It should be playing along. It's like 50 feet. So yeah, yeah. So Ripshank scoots over to the side. You go and tie rope and go ahead and put that down there. Um, and then anyone who's using that rope, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that you can just use your, you know, your movement speed to climb up it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Teamwork. I was really not looking to uh, roll that athletics check. Right. Once yeah. we're up, I will retract the rope and put yeah. it back. Uh, before this, but I'm still, do I need to roll or anything or can I just cover our tracks and make sure we're not obviously traceable to this tree? Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, let me have you roll uh, survival to see how well you hear. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. So you feel pretty confident with that. You go through and you, you know, cover some areas down where it looks too smooth. You put some leaves or something to kind of, you know, make it look right, um, but not like too perfect in case some other animal comes through. So, mm-hmm. so you guys get up to the top of that tree. You've cleared it out. Once you get all to the top, you go ahead and roll up that uh, that rope. You know, keep it out of the way. And what Ripshake was talking about, yeah, there's there's a, a nice area. It looks like they had uh, chiseled away at the top of some of these wider branches, so it's a little flatter. Mm-hmm. You know, so they can be able to sleep up there. Um, so there's a couple of these branches nearby that they're able to do that. It's goblin size, so it's really tricky for you guys to be able to lie there pretty carefully. Um, Rodiger, he's a little broader, but he's able to lie down on them for the most part. Oh, uh, perfect size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for anyone taller, it's a little bit uh, more work. Love it. Excellent. And I'm going to have Luna um, sit kind of on the edge of um, his branch, our, our goblin friend. What is his name? Ripshank. Okay. I thought I made that up in my head. Um, <laughs> I was like, that can't be his name. Okay, so <laughs> Ripshank. Goblins have silly um, names. Yes. I will have Luna sit at the end of his branch uh, tor- towards the base of the tree, just just to keep an eye on him. Just like sitting there, big owl face staring at him, waves at the owl. Ah! Mm-hmm. She sort of fluffs her feathers mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. So as as we break camp here, I'm just gonna ex, you know explain to him. So say Ripshank, you know, um, I want you to know that we're we're happy to be friendly with you. Now I know we don't know each other very well, and I'm here and I have to protect my friends that I know. And keeping you with us is important for me to protect us because we don't know you very well, and your boss could hurt you enough to make you talk to us. So I need you to stay with us. I can't have you run. Otherwise, you will be endangering us. Do you understand this? Understand. No run. Exactly. As long as you don't try to get away from us, everything should be fine. Did we talk to him about the invitation yet? I think we were going to try to broach that. I don't know if we actually did. Yeah, I'm going to tell him, hey, we, we found this. Do you know anything about this? We could even show it to him if we want to. and be like, hey, we, we found this. And I can tell him what it says. Yeah, he can't read it. You know, it just kind of... Yeah, he's just... Have you seen anything like this before? And he, like, points at, at like, the first line. He's like, name? He wants me to say the name. Yeah. Kielvin. I'm just going to tell him Kielvin. Anything? Mundeter? M- uh, yeah. Um, mage. Mage. Oh. Mage. Gotcha. Uh, Kier- and he's like, he has a hard time saying it. Kier- uh-huh. mon- mon- mage. Mon- mage. Mage. Okay. <laughs> mage in, okay. in decoy lair is mm. prisoner. Mm-hmm. Okay. I understand. Turn it to the group. You know, I'll relate what he said. The mage that he spoke of is the one this was addressed to. Now we can either try to meet up with these folks that he knows at this party and see if they can help us, or we can try to rescue him and, and free these goblins before that happens so that he can take us to this place. That's a good question. But I suppose 
it would be helpful to have allies if we're going to be fighting, you know, potentially. If we can get in there and just get him out, that then he could take us this place and, and perhaps we can get more help. But I don't know about us facing nine hobgoblins on our own. Sounds interesting. Sounds exciting. So exciting. Now, keep in mind, if Ripshank, our friend here, can persuade his people, I think they might be into scrap on our side and this mage as well. True. And there's really only eight of them left. We killed their friend already. He said there were nine in total. He doesn't know we've... Well, I know that. Um, all right. So the question is, go in now, see if we can convince them to help or try to hopefully find this festival and get more allies and come back. Uh, those are our options. How much time do we have again before the festival at this point? What's the days, huh? Two days. It is currently the late afternoon evening of the 30th, and it's going to be on the 2nd. Right. But in two days' time, the party will be happening, like, right now, maybe. <laughs> it sounded like it would be at night time, but yeah. Yeah. Can you ask him how the mage is secured? Yeah, I will ask him. <laughs> mage behind uh, door is small room uh, for prisoner is, uh, is, is door. And this mage isn't powerful enough to escape, or...? Mage is no powerful enough escape. And door is not open from inside, only open outside. Right. Well, he's not the most powerful mage, so he might not be that much help, but who knows? Might be acting out of self-preservation as well. I mean, up close, he may no, be no good in a fight, but maybe from a distance. Yes, I've certainly seen it happen. Uh, Ripshank, how... So if we, we go in, will you be able to go in before us and explain who we are to your friends in the top layer. Yes? Yes. And you will, you'll be able to do that without alerting Shargoth. Top layer, no Shargoth. Shargoth, no like. Top layer is not for him. His under layer is where he, he reside and rule. Top layer, decoy layer is small, is cramped. Not good for, for a hobgoblin uh, spend long time. Okay. And only a few of your people. The rest of your people, there's a few of them. You said about five or six, maybe. And then underneath the rest of your friends are. So about, and I'll show, you know, trying to communicate numbers like about this many. Yeah, yeah. 15 under, under. underneath. Under, and the hunting yeah. party that left, how long will it take to they come back? Well, we killed them. He's not going to understand me. I'm coming. Sure. And I'm, I'm curious if we, if we can send Ripshank in and go in with him and explain to those first goblins, they might be able to tell the others as well at some point. I don't know how well they keep secrets. Would I know how well they could keep secrets? If they feel there is something that is definitely in their best interest, they would be willing to keep a secret for longer. Gotcha. It's always whatever they can get out of it, you know? And so if if it's that risk-reward thing, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. The more that they can gain from something, the more willing they are to invest in it. Uh -huh. If they don't think it's very much, then they won't care as much. But this, uh -huh. you know, freedom from their, you know, their captivity... Uh, they've already tried to some extent to get that back. Um, mm -hmm. They've worked with the mage before to try and get uh, get the mage to help them with their previous guy. Mm -hmm. So it sounded like they these guys might be willing to take more risk than you know typically. Mm -hmm. So they could, if we did go in and try to let them know to be ready for rebellion, it seems likely they could keep that secret. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just going to ask Ripshank. There's no immediate threat of execution or anything upon your people or the mage presently, is there? No, mage useful to tribe. Uh, mage make potion and things 
uh, on demand and identify artifacts found in, in the wilds, have artifacts show him he identify mm-hmm. how he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, we definitely need to make friends with this one. <laughs> Do they have artifacts? Artifact, many room filled artifact. <laughs> what sort like weapon tools? Some weapons are chief trap in little glass cat. Ah. Artifacts, many different uses. Mage teach how use. Mm. I think I may have heard of one such glass cat. Oh. Have you? <laughs> in in a story. <laughs> From a friend. <laughs> From a friend. A local tavern. I didn't say I'd seen one. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so I'm suggesting that we go make contact with Kelvin now, let the goblins know with Ripshank here as as our ambassador that uh, we can become allies to them and help them plan something for their, their freedom and the extinguishing of these hobgoblins. Plus there's all this treasure apparently that's just there. Presently. All right, so the question is, do we go back now with Ripshank, ask him to go in, make sure there aren't any hobgoblins who happen to be patrolling to punish anyone, um, talk to his people, see if they're willing to talk to let us in, speak to the mage, talk to him, plant the seeds for a revolution, and then uh, take off to find the festival based on, hopefully, some clear directions from our mage friend. Yes, that's exactly what I'm suggesting. Okay. How does everyone feel about that? So good for me. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems fine. I would actually suggest we maybe go in and talk tonight, because if they might change up the situation upon seeing the outside of the cave entrance. It's possible. Uh, in, in terms of the exhaustion factor, what's what are we looking at? So the way that exhaustion works is, first, you have to do a con save to see even if it, if it happened. Mm-hmm. Secondly, if it does happen... Uh, it's not necessarily the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've got multiple layers of exhaustion where they do stack, they get worse as you progress, mm-hmm. but it's not necessary. especially like the first one is what? Disadvantage on ability checks. Well, the majority of you guys have inspiration anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, as far as a mechanical, if you want any insight on that, mm-hmm. you guys will probably at some point have to start tapping into trying the exhaustion thing. Um, so I just don't want you to get too worried about that. Okay, gotcha. I'm I'm happy to go back tonight. Then we have the uh, advantage of surprise still. All right, I think tonight's a good idea. How the berries work in me, and how I'm, uh, how I'm feeling. So yeah, yeah. So well, we took the short rest. So uh, David, basically, what you'll do is you'll roll two d10 up to two d10 right now, and that'll be how many hit points you recover. Crap. Look at that healing. You healed more than I have, so you're fine. Give me those berries back. <laughs> I've given the goblin two of them. So I still have 18. Um, no one else got hurt, yes? I'm good. Excellent. Uh, so we'll head back, back to the cave. Okay. So you guys, uh, now that you've kind of rested up here in the tree a little bit and you know the coast seems clear, it doesn't seem like anybody's been chasing after you, uh, you mm-hmm. guys push back down to the goblin lair. Mm-hmm. I'll just have you guys roll constitution save. 23. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Rodiger's fine. Ugh, I got a six. I got a seven. 20. What's it going to do? It'll be disadvantage on ability checks. I'm going to do my inspiration because, well, I got a six. So I'm assuming that's a fail. What's the marker? 10. There we go. Okay, yeah, I'm good. I'll re-roll it. And I just got a 10. 
Nice. Okay. Just slipped in. Nine plus one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, see, it's not so bad. Woo. You guys are all right. Yeah, well, I did have to use inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to use it at some point. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> inspiration is probably going to be fairly easy to come by at this lower level when you guys help out with like the notion stuff, all that. Quick question. Is inspiration, is it something that only lasts one session and you have a maximum of one? You have a maximum of one that lasts forever. And so whenever you use it, it goes away. Okay. So you guys head back down. I don't know if you guys are leaving the rope down or not. I'm not, or if you're taking the rope. I'm just taking it. So you guys climb back down, make it back out through the woods. Uh, you head back into the hillside. Uh, it is beginning to get towards sunset. And down below there, you're seeing the carnage of the wargs and so forth. Uh, as you get kind of closer, you see a, a vulture. You know, it gets up and flutters away, carrying a little bit of entrail with it. But otherwise, it seems like there's not anybody around here as you come up to the cave entrance. So no one seems to have noticed. Not yet. No, it seems like you're in the clear at the moment. You are now back at the entrance. Okay. Let's head it in. To the party here, I'm just going to say, let's have Ripshank go in. We'll be just behind him. We don't want to scare them, but I want to have him go and speak to his men if the coast is clear. And if the coast isn't clear, if there's a hobgoblin there or something unexpected. Are we worried about fighting? Should I? I can become something small to go in. Or I can just, we can just wait. I would hold on to it. All right. We'll, we'll need you. How much do you trust Rick Shank? If you send him in and we just wait for him to walk back out? I No, I'm, I'm thinking of going in after him. I can be there just behind him. I could even tell him I'm not there and I could probably fool him. I think the best option is to go behind him, like a uh, certain distance. Elias, what do you think? I think that having someone who can understand what they say is really important and we should send the one person that can do that agreed then we're in agreement however i do think the rest of us are likely not to be super stealthy as a group Mm -hmm. and so we should try if we're trying to keep the element of uh not being caught we should maybe have minimum party go in i don't rep (laughs) he turns red red. (laughs) nothing to be ashamed about my friend your skills are elsewhere yeah so just send and some in, then. If you stay by the door, if you stay close behind, far enough that you won't make noise... You know how to whistle for me if you want me to come in. Use your whispers, and mm-hmm. you just keep up contact with me while I'm in there, and we'll know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what's happening. All so right. if we stand, basically, what we're going to do is, Ripshank goes in, I'm going to be close enough that I will be able to hear tell him, him to talk. to leave the door open. And then Datura will be close enough to, to be able to use her... Her magic with me and then you guys will be close enough to her to be able to hear her uh how, how i'll ask ripshank how deep it is from the door to, to where his friends are if we enter the door how long is it going to take before we you know bump into his people is it 20 feet 30 feet 100 yards he expresses there's there's the main room it's a you know small medium kind of a room and then there's mm-hmm. a, a room adjacent to it is sort of their break room that he was talking about a room adjacent mm-hmm. the break room uh, main room <laughs> entrance foyer Okay. I don't think they have the word foyer, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he describes what we might call the foyer if we're yeah, in high yeah, society. And hallway to right, head to other chambers, mage artifacts. Where is the entrance to the hidden uh, hobgoblin cave? Uh, throne room, uh, past break room, past hallway into throne room behind uh, tapestry. Okay, gotcha. So we. <laughs> Noting that in my mind, just to know where to be. If, if this gets down, it's going to be that way. So anyway, so I'm just going to tell him that he's to go in. I'll be close enough that he can call to me. But we want him to go in and explain the situation to his friends and tell him, hey, we're here. 
and and we want to help you and here's what we propose so we'll go in there so you uh enter uh, and rip shank he comes along and he indicates you know do you want him to go to talk to the other goblins or do you want him to what do you what do you want him to do i want him to go so i my instructor was to go talk to your buddies mm-hmm. let them know the situation and that we're proposing that we help him and his his tribe okay and i want to listen to everything he says to them and what they say back Okay, so he goes walking on into this room. Okay. And so he goes in there, and you hear the other name, you have 16. And you know, the one's like, Aah! and they're like arguing, and you hear some gold being exchanged, and you hear dice right. rolling and stuff. You're right. They're uh, gambling in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes in, and, you know, as they kind of do that, Ripshank, you guard the entrance. And they look at him, and he's like, Ripshank, what happened to you? Ripshank's like, Aah. and he goes a little bit further over to talk to them and he gives the whole spiel and he says but but these people help us these people bring back chieftain these people help goblin get out oppression of hobgoblin what kind of charisma does ripshank have you should have gotten him he's gonna give uh persuasion with advantage to these fellows come on ripshank so the first one's a 19. That's good. And the other that one. That was a natural 20. Oh. Yeah. It oh. was a natural 20. He's got a minus one. Shane. Good call. So Ripshank <laughs> comes on in there, and I will say that on account of this, Ripshank was a good friend of the goblin who had reached out to the mage himself. Like, you're getting all this in the conversation. He'd reached out to the mage himself, um, mm-hmm. and the mage had taught his buddy how to use this artifact to try and free the, the chieftain. And so he's got a lot of sway, you know, like the other goblins, if they're willing to, to listen to this, they're, they're listening to that. Um, and with a natural 20, I don't even need to roll for the other guys to understand this. And they're, they're on board. They are, you know, they're ready to go with whatever the plan. Um, so you now have uh, Ripshank and two other goblins, allies, basically, at this moment. So there's, there was two guys in there that he was talking to. Yes. And so they come out. And as I hear them, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna step back mm-hmm. so that they're not like alarmed, basically. Yes, and so I don't want them to be like, and those huge dark elf fears, <laughs> like ready to rock, you know? Yeah. How tall are you anyway? You're probably getting five ten. How to how how? What is the ceiling height? It's it's probably about like you know five eleven or something. You know, so you're okay. pretty close to the the surface. Gotcha. Objects, right. Right. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, so like most, you know, hobgoblins, they might have to like duck down as they're coming in here. This is why they don't like to be here. Mm. So Ripshank, he, you know, puts on, uh, this man, uh, part of a group. I'll, I'll kind of bow a little bit respectfully and I'll greet them in, in their tongue. And they're like surprised by that. They're not expecting you to be able to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. They seem pretty impressed. <laughs> like you're also drow. You know, they've been kind of uh, afraid of drow before. Half drow, half tiefling. So. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. So they're, you know, if Ripshank is friends with you, this is all pretty impressive for them. Gotcha. Um, so, and they ask, you know, should tell other goblins in uh, throne room? Yes. Will they, will they hear you? Will they be of one mind? They say one on throne, maybe... Uh, harder to convince win on throne have more power uh, even though fake have more status mm-hmm. but status change every month new goblin on throne oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask Ansem what's happening I'm gonna, I'm gonna let her know Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm just gonna ask them may my friends step in as well they seem a little bit 
nervous for a second, but Ripshake, you know, he nods his head, yeah, yeah. and so they're like, oh, okay, and then, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll let her know, you know, come on then, they're here, we're talking, he's convinced two of them, uh, so I'm in here with the three of them, and so I'll, I'll, I'll step. Do we need to come in, or is that just going to... I just, I want them to be able to know who we are. Okay. It might be more persuasive if they see how badass we are. Quietly, I will walk in. Yeah, so they see you guys come in there, and they, they also see this burly dwarf who is also more of their height, and so that, that's a little bit reassuring that there's somebody their height, too. Yeah, so they're they're on board with this. You know, they're a little bit nervous, but again, they're seeing Ripshank is with you guys, and their Ripshank's kind of a big deal for them, so they're willing to do this. Once Ansem's explained, and, and they've asked, should they go yeah. talk to the others, can we, is it possible to talk to the mage before, like, is the mage on the way? I'll, I'll ask him, should we speak to the mage first? Would he be able to persuade the this month's chieftain? You know, if we say, if we talk to him and say, hey, he's on board with this, he's helped you, he's, he's there's a little more ethos on his side. Should we go persuade the mage first? And then it's like, hey, all of us are on board with this, yeah. So that's what I'm asking him. That's what I'm asking him. Yeah, and he's like, yes, if mage proves still on goblin side, uh, may be helpful. Uh, back up what we claim. Okay. And then, so with that, I'm just going to ask now, is there any danger that if we're walking around in here, the, the hobgoblins might appear or they might hear us? Do we need to be, you know, sneaky? Hobgoblin is, is later not come up here. Work done. Now relax down below. Okay. Good. So we're safe. Okay. Then I'll, yeah, I'll say, let, let's go speak with the mage then. Okay. So Ripshank, do you want the other goblins to follow with or you want stay behind in case other people come in? What do you what do you want them to do? I'll have them lead on so that it's there in front of us and we're kind of behind them just so that it's not sure. you know, mixed, basically. So they head on into this next room here and you see this hallway and up ahead uh, you see uh, in front of on the wall there is uh, a sign pointing north and it shows like you know, in goblin treasure, you know, like treasure room sort of thing. Uh, and then it points south. It's got like a little skull sort of a thing. Um, okay. And uh, Ripshank says, ignore sign. Sign um, sort of reversed is... It's a trick. <laughs> is, is partial trick. Yes, yes, yes. So then he goes up here and he opens this door and heads on in. And I'll indicate, I mean, the others, I'll, I'll indicate that they should follow me in. Yeah, yeah. While we go. So he gets up to this well and he, um, he pats in his pockets and he grabs a, a gold coin and he says, gold, put in well. And he flips the coin into the well. He says, you, put coin in well. Uh, can I do an insight check on him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Natty 20. <laughs> yeah. He seems like pretty insistent. Put gold in the well. He's not safe unless put gold in the well. Okay, so I'll do that. And he like even draws you closer, you know, like he points down into the well. You know, he, he wants you to see what happens when you put it. Okay, what what happens when he put it in there? Did anything happen to him or? No, so when you get closer, you see it looks like it's dark at the bottom of the well, uh-huh. you know, but it, it looks like there's some sort of liquid on the bottom of the, the well. But when you drop the coin in there, it doesn't splash or anything. It's just kind of, and it kind of ripples a little bit. And you hear a ding, 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 ding. Okay. When I inside checked him, no deception, nothing weird. Nothing, nothing at all. It's like he, he's, he seems very honest that this is what you have to do. All right. I'm going to minus a gold piece from my inventory. And I'll, I'll do it as I'm doing. I'm saying, I'm going to ask, like, what would happen if I didn't? As I do it, I'm going to say, what? as you do it. Yeah. So as you do it, let me have your roll perception. 
11. So as you drop it in there, and you drop it, and you kind of look to him, you say, well, what would happen? And he grabs at your arm and pulls you down to try and make you look. He's like, there, there. And yeah. you're just about to miss it, but you see the gold coin, it lifts back up on, on a hand. You see, like, this spindly hand grab it and then, like, pull it back under. And you hear this, ding, 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 ding. All right. Creature, creature must take gold. Okay. So I'm following a little bit of a distance, yeah. just kind of keeping an eye, and I will ask, should we also come or stay stay back? You st- I'd say stay back with the others. All right. I- I'm going to tell them what happened to you. I'm going to say he was insistent. I put the gold coin in. There's something down there. You have to give it a coin to pass. Otherwise, I'm guessing it attacks you. All right. And then I'm going to follow him. So he comes walking along, and he goes up to this door mm-hmm. and tries to go and open. He's like, ah, yeah, one sec. And he goes around the, the corner, and he just kind of says, hey, call to one of the other guys. And so the, one of the other goblins comes over and hands him the key. And so he goes running back over there, and he opens up the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as he like goes to like put the key in there, you hear on the other side of the door, you hear uh, a voice kind of muffled behind the door saying like, what more do you want? I've already given you enough. Just kill me or, or let me free. And the goblin like looks up to you. He's like, mage, mage. Who's that? I'm going to say, I'm going to try to say in like a calm voice, just steadily, keep your voice down. We're friends here. We found something of yours and we're returning it. Okay. And you let the goblin just kind of go ahead and keep pushing yep. the door open then? Yep. So he pushes yep. the door open. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, to, I'm not going to be right up on the goblin. I will, I'll, I'll actually be a pace behind. I, as that happens, as I get, I'm going to, step back a little bit sure. so there's even a little more clearance there. I'm going to say his name, too. <laughs> when I talk to him, I say Kilvin, yes? And you see in the corner, there is this uh, emaciated looking wizard, or, you know, of some sort. You know, he's he's not even dressed like how he ought to be. Uh, he looks in terrible shape. And uh, uh, he's he's got like this bloody patch over his eye, mm-hmm. and he's really beaten up looking. And mm-hmm. Uh, and when you when he hears the name Calvin, he's like, "How do you know my name? Who are you?" And so I'm 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 gonna just, again kind of palms up, very non-threatening. I I'm gonna say, you know, I'm a friend. Uh, I, I've spoken with the goblin, and he's told me your situation. I'm here to help. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I are you are you to set me free? I I can leave. I, I have to be out of here. I need to be somewhere. Yes, we have your invitation. And I'm going to pull out, I'm going to take out the invitation and show him, like, yes, we, we found this, actually. That's why we're here. You see, like, his, his one eye just widen. Like, he kind of reaches high. He's like, where did you find, where did you find this? Uh, we encountered their party, a, a, a party of goblins led by a hobgoblin in the woods, and we, they attacked us. We dispatched them, and, and we found this on them. It was a great curiosity to us, to be honest. And, at, you know, as he's talking, I'm, I'm going to pull out my, my berries and be like, you, you look <laughs> you look awful, if I may be frank. Uh, you know, have a couple of these. You'll feel better. You give him some good berries. He immediately just, like, falls to the ground. He's got, like, the envelope mm-hmm. in the, the message of one hand. Yeah, just invitations. Shoveling this into his mouth. And just... I, I mean, those berries, uh, one sustains you for a day. I, I don't think it'll, like, make you hurt <laughs> if you eat more, but, you know. <laughs> sure, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and also so, recovers. You, know, you seem kind of hold on to his stomach a little bit. Good berry. I, I haven't had one of these in a very long time. What is your name, friend? I'm called Ansem. A- Ansem. Thank you. Yes. Kelvin. Kelvin Munta. I'll take his hand and, and kind of bow. And it, This is an older guy, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, he's older. He's, he's probably yeah. in his like mid to late 60s or something like that. Right. So um, I'm going to just try to relate the situation. I'm like, I'm here. I have 
three of my friends here and you know we're here to help is it safe to take you you know i'm i'm, I'm just like you know I, I i would love to take you now but i'm concerned that if we do this that the hobgoblins may, might be aroused to our presence forget the hobgoblins i have to get out of here I, you saw the invitation i have so little time i've traveled so very far i have to make it to this i have to i have to you cannot leave me in here I have no intention of leaving you in harm's way. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to turn to Ripshank and ask him, like, how often do the hobgoblins check in on him? Lately, barely send food. Have goblins send him food occasion. If they need something, send... I'm going in his accent. Mm-hmm. If they need something, they, they will call for a goblin, bring him to them. Uh, but rarely check on him anymore after uh, betrayal. Betrayal? Betray, uh, hobgoblin, help us, help us. Betray, hobgoblin, hobgoblin. And he, like, points at his, you know, at the guy's eye. You know, he points oh. at his eye. Says, oh, uh, you have, uh, I've got you. I'm going to turn this. Like, oh, you tried to help them. And- yeah, there was a goblin that, that came to me to try and teach him how to use uh, artifact mm-hmm. to, to free the, the chieftain. Mm-hmm. I, I, I helped him, but they, they got caught, and hobgoblin found out and, and came and... This is what he gives me in return. I cannot. I cannot stay here. Yeah, you know, we, we can take you now. I'm just every 30, 60 seconds. I'm just sending into his head. Ping check. In. Yeah. I'm going to let her know. Like check. he's here. You guys stay there. I'm going to. I'm going to try to bring him out. Um, is is he shackled? Is he like chained or anything like that? He has shackles on his hands, but he's he's not shackled to any. So he's not shackled to the wall. No, he's, he's just, just shackled like. Together. Okay, gotcha. I'm going to say. Are the goblins okay with us taking him now? Ripshank, we, we can't leave him here. I'm afraid he's going to die. Mage, you, them, me, goblins, we leave with you. Very well. What of your people below? We, we come back for, for them later. Understood. They nothing do with this. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully hobgoblin don't think have to do with mm-hmm. we If all of this happen, we cannot mm-hmm. be here on duty. Let mm-hmm. happen. Understandable. Sounds like if if we're taking him, you have a number of days before the hobgoblins find out. If you want to leave now, it sounds like you'd best all do it then. Kelvin, if you guys start walking out, he's walking out with you. He's not. Yeah, oh no, no, I'm not gonna leave. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm gonna try to help him up. And like, is he? Can he walk? He's he's unsteady, you know. And so he's gonna walk along with you. I'm gonna help him as we go. Just offer him an arm, try to kind of help half carry him if needed. And we're gonna go out. I'm gonna ask. Ripshank as we go. Do we need to pay the coins as we leave too? Just, no, just just pay on entrance. As yeah. as, as people enter, must pay. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're gonna yeah, we'll 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 bounce. Um but I mean I'm gonna head out and then we need to tell the others though, yes? Like your your chieftain. This month's chieftain. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna pop in and tell them all. Well no no no, wait, wait. So because I'm hopefully checking in with you and you hopefully yeah. tell these. I think we need to get the mage out first, because just in case the chieftain isn't happy, I want to make sure the mage is out the door. <sighs> I'm going I'm to turn to Rip Shank and say, do you think we need the mage's word to help convince your chieftain? <laughs> Air quotes. It would be probably best. All right. Say. With us here, I think we've got enough on our side that he stands against all seven of us if he decides to do anything. So if, if you want if you want to be ready to silence him if he tries something, that's fine. Well, if I come with you and I see how badly off the mage is... You could cure him. <laughs> yeah, I say, I, I'll go over and offer... You know, if you're willing, I can help heal you a little. That would be wonderful. I, I would appreciate that very much. I'll do a cure. Would also like 
to offer to unlock his cuffs. Oh, excellent. Yeah. There you go. Um, how do I use tools? In... Do you have lockpicking tools or something or what? I have thieves tools. Thieves tools. Nice. Okay. He heals nine. On the good berries, that's 11 total hit points he's gained. Oh, fantastic. I think that's like what he needs. That's perfect. He's to full health now. Beautiful. So we will look for the artifacts. Huh? Yeah, I kind of want to do Tempting. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what I will have you do for the sake of time, there actually is a mini game that I would have to do lockpicking. But for the sake of brevity for this one, since we're nearing the end here, I want to, uh, I'll just have you roll uh, dexterity with your proficiency modifier. Okay, so um, I'm just going to roll a d20 and then we add five to it. Wait, wait, I come over. Ah. Hand on your shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Guidance. That adds one. It's a d4. Okay, so d20. Yeah, add your dex modifier and your proficiency and the guidance. That's a total of 12. I would say that that does that for this. Um, okay. So you manage to just, you know, it's, it's pretty rusty. It feels like it's not really wanting to, to go very well. Everything is pretty old, but you mm-hmm. kind of force it. Um, and you manage to get that open. So his shackles fall to the gun. He's like, thank you so very much. And his hands underneath there, it's raw. You know, like you can see where there's blisters and there's just like, it's been on cure, for did a the long cure time. Did wounds help at all? Uh, yeah. So like, <laughs> I would say, so you start seeing that slowly start fading back into like red, kind of raw skin, but it's not as blistered. It's not healthy raw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, take it at like a dagger out of my arm sheath and kind of flip it. So I'm holding the blade and hand it to him. I'm like, you know, do you know how to use one of these? Yeah, I, I can use one. I can use one. Thank you. I don't expect we'll need it, but I'd rather you have it than not. Thank you very much. And my staff and it's spellbook. I, I don't, I do not have. Do, not do have you know where they are? They here? And I'll ask Riphook. Uh, yeah, so Ripshank. 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 Yeah, Bloody stinking heck. <laughs> Does he know about where that is? He is unsure. He's unsure if he knows exactly where that is. I'll ask him, where would it, you know, if it was being held here, where would it be? With the other artifacts? There are, there are secret rooms in cave. Would be in, in one of them. And so he mentions that there are is one back towards that entrance, you know, where he was at. It might be one of those ones um, if they had put it into one of the secret rooms. Okay. Um, well, let's, I'd yeah. say let's, let's speak with your chieftain first. Okay. You guys enter into this next room. Oh, oh, it's the, the break room leads to the throne room. Yeah, exactly. So then he, Ripshank stops, you know, he holds up your hands and nobody's got like lights on them or anything, do they? Like nobody has a torch lit or anything? I think we all have dark vision. Yeah, right. I have things if you need. He's making sure there's no light. Yeah, so he grabs the, the tablecloth off of the, the break room and he enters uh, this next room and you see him walk up towards the wall and he puts down the tablecloth on top of I'm watching everything he does. He puts a tablecloth over what you see like these fungus in the corner. And so he kind of takes one of them and he covers over uh, one of the larger ones. Um, hmm. And you say, must not see light, must not see light. And then he continues on this way. It's easier if I don't if, take Are we following? Did you tell, are we staying back? I would come. Okay. Can, I'm do motioning I, them to, by to chance, follow. Can I do a nature check to just look at it and see if I know what that is? Yes. Um, are you going to like open it up and look in there? Or do you, are you going to? Well, you said he covered one or some of it. Yeah, he covered a, a large fungus with it. Okay. Um, uh, without exposing it to light, can I mm-hmm. take a look? Yes. So you can very carefully kind of pick that up 
And yeah. as you do so, from a little bit of a distance, you, you I don't know if you're using like a sword or something, kind of lift it up carefully. Uh, yeah. Let me have you roll a nature check. Okay. With guidance. There you go. She's always praying. <laughs> uh, seven plus <laughs> two. Oh, and a one. I would say you're not sure exactly what this is. You pick this up and you see this fungus in there and it seems like it moves a little bit as you're lifting that up and you see it kind of quivering a little bit. I mean, it's very large for a fungus. It's a little smaller than the person, you know, and so it's this... I want to disturb it, so... Yeah. Are you all coming in too or what? I'm going to let him broach the topic before I show myself. So my idea was that we'd be in the hallway. You know, if it's dark, I can kind of hide around the corner. I want him to, like, broach the topic before I show up and I'm like, here's a dangerous enemy, you know, in your midst, so... So you hear him, he walks in there and you hear the same sort of thing, like, shouldn't you be on duty? Mm -hmm. Starts talking to them again. Um, And he's also going to roll uh, persuasion with advantage. Oh man, he's doing pretty well. That's 18 to start with. Nice. We'll go with the 18. So then he says, Ripshank has key to goblin freedom. Ripshank succeed where fat lip fail. (laughs) And like one on the throne is how we know mage will help us. And just the mage, I'm just going to ask him as he like, do you speak goblin? He does not. To Kilvin, okay. I'm. I'm just. I'm going to be translating for him. Okay. I, I'm standing next to him. Here, here, still, kind of like making sure he's okay, and I'll be right next to him after he broaches this, and we're coming, and I'll gonna follow in. I'm just gonna tell him he's asking if they know why he should trust you. I'm relaying the information to our party as it happens in common. So Ripshank, yeah, Ripshank motions for you to all follow in, and uh, and yeah, so you're able to sort of do that mediation between them. Mm-hmm. Let me also have you roll persuasion with advantage. Fifteen. Okay. So the goblin chieftain's looking at all this. He says, "Other guards and war outside killed." I will nod and say, "They they attacked us. We had no choice." I'm sorry. I understand. Uh, he looks at the other ones and he says, "Ripshank can go. Mage can go. Other goblins and myself cannot go. We'll stay here." As defense. And you see the other goblins who are like kind of punching at each other. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we said, we said that too. We, we same idea. Like, stay here. Look, be inhabited. Shut up. We will <laughs> stay here uh, as having tried to defend. Mm-hmm. If we all leave Hobgoblin not by this. And you'll be safe. They're not going to punish you. Cannot promise, but safer than if all go. Mm. I, I'll, I'll, I'll nod and say, I, th- I think this is wise. Will you be able to tell your brethren underneath and let them know that we're planning, or, or should you keep it a secret? I shall take care of the situation. Okay. It's up to you guys. Does he know where the wizard's um, staff yeah. and book might be? Good call. I'll, I'll ask him. So he says, entrance after well, hidden wall, right side, tap, will hear echo. Okay. All right. And then... Um, I'm, I'm going to turn to the mage and ask, is there anything else you need? We heard that there were many artifacts here. Is there anything else we should take? It says, I haven't seen the room myself, but I understand that there are artifacts in this layer. I have I have discerned some of them for, for the goblins. Uh, was there anything that we should take with us so that we're more prepared when we come back to fight these hobgoblins? Elias will whisper, I'd be very interested in taking a look at the artifacts. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Chieftain, he says, he gives them an instruction to the other ones. Take 
through to treasure room. Uh, is artifacts there? Can I insight check just to make sure? Yes. Sure, yeah. I'm going to do the same. Uh, I got a natty one. It caught up with me. I got a 19. I got a natural 20. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ansem is like, great, perfect. Let's go. Let's get out of here. You know? <laughs> and uh, Datura is like, I, I I think they're they're being honest here, and uh, Elias is like they're definitely being honest. You get the impression though that they don't seem concerned that you're gonna walk out with any, so they don't mind telling you what's over here. This is definitely where it is. They don't think we're taking anything. No. Okay. I mean, because we can't, or because we won't. Yeah. Why? Why? I'm just curious. Do we get like he's just like yeah, everything's there. They just don't seem very concerned about telling. They just don't seem concerned. Okay. Huh. I, I- but you don't feel like there's anything nefarious about it either. They're just like, yeah, you can take them over there. They just don't care about this stuff. It sounds like they're indifferent to this. Is that what we're picking up? Just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Go find stuff. He says, before leave. And so Ripshank comes over with his, his sword. He says, no, not, not the Ripshank. Their weapons, bigger weapons make cuts different. Uh, and so, so he wants, he, he's motioning for... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for whoever is in there, attack them. He went like all, uh, and I'm gonna ask him like all of you, all of us. Okay. I mean, I I think I'll I'll do it because I'm the most steady of hand of us all. Yeah. So you can go so, and whatever you roll, you can turn it into a one d four as you're intending not to cause serious damage. You know, you're just gotcha. trying to slice them. You know, right? Okay. So uh, so non-lethal. For the, yep. All right. Alrighty, so just you want me to roll 1d4 three times? Uh, one, two, three, four, five times. Five times, gosh, feel yeah. bad. I will volunteer, so as part of the spell prestigation, I can soil up to a cubic foot for casting. Yeah. And so I would like to soil with blood and guts and other nasty looking stuff mm-hmm. and I'll just cast that randomly all over the inside. Gotcha. So we'll make it look like there's a big battle. I like it. So Ripshank points here in the throne room and the two goblins that aren't the chief are kind of ah, like hold out like an arm or something like that. And I will also press to digitate mess on their clothing too. Great. Perfect. Like blood yeah. all over them. <laughs> yeah, so they, they're standing there and all of a sudden they're like, they feel wet and they're like, ah! okay, 5d4. Uh, so roll two first just for these two guys. Okay, okay I'm going to roll them together just so it's faster. And it's sure. a three and a one. Okay. And then the others, three. Four, four, three. Jeez. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. The Goblin Boss <laughs> takes four. Oh, man. So these guys, they just like, ah! they hit the ground. I'm going to give them each a good berry, too. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Chew on this. You'll feel better. (laughs) They come up to the little creature in the the middle. Oh, man. Creature in the middle. What is it? Uh, He looks like this sort of a jellyfish thingy with these sort of... He's got these uh, eye stalks coming out the top. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, as this is... Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> would it be something that would attack? Or would it hide? Because if it would be something that would hide, we wouldn't have to injure it. It's been understanding what's been happening. What? <laughs> what yeah. the hell is it? Uh, so it doesn't see... I shouldn't have actually said that. Um, uh, okay, so it seems calm, but it, it's sh- its color kind of shifts. And it, it, it gets uh, like this sort of reddish, kind of a purpley kind of a, a color. And... 
Uh, and Ripshank goes up to it and speaks to it. it um, and it's it's changing some colors again. And uh, it's he comes back and says, pet, pet. Mm-hmm. Not sure should kill. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just going to ask him if we had really stormed your your home, what would it have done? And so he looks back to it and uh, and it reaches out a tendril like one of its its tentacles you know it reaches out like two or three of those things and holds them out and uh ripshank goes and he cuts those ones off <laughs> and uh and mm-hmm. ripshank turns to all of you and says sorry and then all of a sudden like this spray comes out from the creature what uh, yeah and i need everybody who's in this room to roll a dexterity saving throw okay seven twenty one Four. It was almost an 18. <laughs> so this horrible foul-smelling liquid sprays out from it, and it gets all over Datura and Elias, and uh, it's the, it just it smells absolutely horrendous. And four, okay. For four hours, you smell absolutely atrocious. <laughs> oh, gosh. I will use prestidigitation to remove that smell <laughs> from myself. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah, why I not? like ducked behind Datura and like in her shadow, just and not it. wanting to deal with the smell on the companion either. Slash for their benefit, yeah. I will remove the smell from them yeah, too. You're gonna clean them off. Wow, that's pretty. That's cool. actually super useful. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you managed to get it. The room is still horrible. Um, all the other goblins, they they're covered in this thing, uh, uh-huh. and as long as you're within five feet of this thing, it's it's. It affects you. Gross. You like as you're standing there, you're feeling sick. You're like, <laughs> you know, so you uh, you want to get out of there. And the creature kind of like floats off into the corner of the room where it's kind of like kind of stays Aww, up there. Little buddy. Um, okay. Looking so, at the blood, is there a discernible uh, difference between goblin blood and what I bleed, what the others bleed, or is blood blood? I'm just curious. That's a good question. I would say that. Oh man, this is because this will be this will be canon. And or would my knowledge of hobgoblins tell me that there would be like a you know smell difference? You know, like would could they distinguish? Is there any distinguishing factors between our blood and their blood? I would say that their blood, uh, instead of it being like a bright red like our that comes out, it is mm-hmm. already kind of dark and it's just kind of foul. Yeah, you know, and so like it doesn't. Sp- you know, whereas we might smell a bit more metallic, it smells metallic, but it's also a little bit foul okay. as well. On top, of I it. mean, I guess to the chieftain, I'm gonna offer him like my my forearm a bit. Yeah. Okay. And um, he uh, he looks and he smiles. He says, "I understand." Uh, and he comes and he you know he kind of stumbles towards you. Really hits you with yeah. the uh, his sword. And do you want him to do like a full on attack on you, or you want him to try and tone I mean, it down? He, I was doing half seas on them, so we'll take half seas. Yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> like you right. mitigate a certain amount of it. So that's four points of damage to you. All right, all right. I'm gonna take that, and I'm I'm just gonna like <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pop a good berry, and while I do that, I'm just gonna you know like yeah, I, I, you know I, I I might even like you know like deliberately kind of smear some on the wall, like a handprint or something, <laughs> you know. We're selling this. I'm going to spread whatever four hit points of blood looks like uh, in in solidarity. David's expression right now to me, you're like, oh, this is so gross. <laughs> and so I'll, I'll speed this up a little bit. You do this uh, uh-huh. again over in the foyer and leading into the that room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you kind of do this all over. So now there's 
blood all over the places. Yeah, we're, where we're making a scene. Sense. We're mm -hmm. making a scene, and that I, I popping good berries to to bring it all back. So I, I, I took. I'll take four of those. I gave him two, so that's six, seven, eight. So I've got 12 left. Okay. So I, I, I'm going to go down to like five. I'll take, I'll keep five and give the rest out. Uh, Ripshake comes rushing back up in here with uh, Munter. They go up in here and they enter into a room. Uh, I wanted to watch that. I'm, I'm yeah, clocking yeah. everything they're doing yeah, with sure. the secret rooms and stuff. I want to see everything they do. Yep. He throws two gold coins, one for Munter, one for himself, uh, and goes over into this wall. And he's like knocking on the walls. And he eventually opens one of these walls up and enters in here. Okay, so he goes in here. I just wanted to make sure I understand what he does. So you come in here and you see there's a, a backpack lying on the ground. And there's a quarter staff. It looks like his belongings are over here in the gold piece for the monster for me. Oops. Nobody else come in here. I don't want to pay for you. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm holding a gold piece just in case I have to run that way for any reason. I also want to check that plant that was here, like that fungus. Okay. Oh, he wants to check out the thing. It could be some really trippy booze if this is nasty <laughs> stuff. What? So you go over here. Go ahead and lift that and roll nature. Six is not a roll. All right, yeah. So you pull this up, and there's just this. At first, you're not sure what you're even looking at. It takes a little while, and then you, it looks like this giant fungus on the wall, and it's, like I said, it's kind of quivering. There's, like, little holes in it, you know, so it's almost like this, this strange-shaped kind of mushroom. And it's got like all these sort of holes on it, but that's all you can really tell about it. Okay. Good try, though. So we we got this stuff here. Because I know uh, Elias was curious. He comes down into this room. If Elias is going that way, I'll go just to make sure everybody's safe. I am super squishy, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ripshake, when he enters this room, he gets a lot slower and he's points, you know, be quiet. And he comes in and as he gets closer to this door, he just gets a lot more careful. And so he puts a hand up to this door. No, no, go in the mm -hmm. And there's this door and you can see this door is iron bars. So the bars are open currently. And when you go inside here, there are cabinets along these walls and there's shelves along the wall has a collection of small objects on these little holders and one of them is missing but there's all these strange artifacts and uh it looks like there are 10 of them and there is one spot where one is missing okay i'm gonna go ask the wizard guy if he has any understanding about these that would help us so i'm gonna go ask uh kielvin kielvin yeah kielvin yeah. I mean, i'm gonna go ask kielvin if he has anything he can tell us about these. He comes down there and he looks in and he says, Ah, oh, so this must be where they kept all the artifacts. I, I wasn't sure where it was supposed to be, but they would have me take a look at some of these from time to time. I, I don't know all of them. He looks around and he says, I don't recall doing this many, but uh, I'll have him roll to see how many he's done. It's going to be... He's looked at three of them. He knows number two, he knows number three, and he knows the one that's missing. Which, and oh, so there was 10 and a blank spot. Yeah. Okay. Number three was one of the ones that I was really curious to dig into, so that... What does he tell us about that? Yeah. Yes, so... <laughs> I wish I didn't tell you. This is great. So, number three. Mm -hmm. He walks over to it and he says, Ah, uh, is this one? You must impale it into flesh. When you do so, it will dissolve. And he kind of chuckles. He says, You will transform into an octopus for quite a while. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fun. Okay. That's weird. For perhaps longer than you would like. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. 
or whoever is stabbed with this item. And that's sorry, that's number three. That's number three. Yeah. Jagged spindle. Okay. And so, what can you tell us about the mangled scrap of iron chain mail engraved with geometric patterns? And so he looks over to that one and he says, "When this is activated, for the rest of the day, you will be harder to hit. You'll be stronger and harder to hit. More dex, more. Uh, you know, I guess dexterous. Yeah, I would just say it." <laughs> Nice. I feel like we should pocket that item. <laughs> we can take everything. He just knows about certain things, right? Can we ask Ripshank, will the hobgoblins notice if we take things? I'll ask Ripshank, can we take all these? Or will it arouse too much suspicion? Ripshank, he shakes his head. He says, you you cannot take any of these from here. What happens? Why not? He points to the, the gate that is up. And he says, only one can be taken from room. Cat has been taken. Take more than one stuck inside. All right. Well, balls. Okay. One taken, one replaced. All right. Uh, we can come back. We okay. can come back to these uh, things. We're going to have to. Oh, we can put something to make the appear like an artifact, and it's not an artifact. Indiana Jones style. Neat. Okay. So we know about this stuff. Let's bounce. Off we go. Yeah. Back to our camping tree. Yep. I'd say we're, we're, we're peacing out now. You head out of the, the lair. Ripshank is looking about. Everything seems pretty clear. The sun has now gone down. It's get, it's dark out here. The moon is starting to rise. And with that, you guys quickly head back up out through the, the hillside, out into the trees. And you climb your way back up there using the rope. You're able to get back up into the tree. Uh, and you set up your camp in, in that, that situation. Um, just as the night is really starting to get to its, its peak, you can start hearing some noises out in the tree. Uh, and uh, yes, that will be the place that we will leave it. And I can go ahead and give you guys your loot and your XP. Uh, let's do the loot first. One goblin, two orcs. Yeah. Okay. So we did negotiate and parlay with goblins, though, for what, whatever experience value that's. That'll worth. be experience. Yeah. <laughs> so for that one goblin, then let me have somebody roll a one d ten on it. That is a cinco. Cinco. Okay. You find eighteen gold pieces. Woo ridiculously a lot um we'll take it they yeah. they carry a lot of gold because they have to pass by that well all the that's time that's true that makes sense yeah <laughs> and you find a sausage and some bent nails all right i will it is a cooked sausage cooked sausage i'll give that to rip shank he's just like that that's all you buddy yeah uh, the nails i will not have you i don't think we'll even have taken those and then yeah. there's four of us if we each want to take four golds and I'll take the extra two because I had to go to the well twice, and that'll square us up. Okay. So everybody take four. Alrighty. First money I've been given. By the way, I do have some um, silver and copper that's in the, my sheet for the common loot inventory right now. We should probably give that to Percy for food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a whole lot, but it's some. <laughs> wow, you guys are stacked with XP this round. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Because we were super clever. Yeah, super clever. Way to go, guys. To split amongst yourselves, you guys have 823 XP. 823, so that's nice. 205 each with three left over. Galen, you can take the extra three since you did a lot of negotiating with the goblins. Translate, translating text. So, uh, so we all get 205? 205 each, yeah. And I'll, I'll have the weird roundup experience. Manage. Um, Man, where's that put you guys? Um, still seven thirty-seven. Yeah, out of nine hundred. Out of nine hundred. Correct. Out of nine hundred. 
That's pretty darn close to the next getting level. Close. We're getting there. I want to get there so bad. It's going to be like maybe one or two sessions. We'll do a big session with this elven thing. <laughs> and then we're going to be storming some freaking hobgoblins. That's what's I'm also up. really looking forward to something that I get with next level. Ooh. Oh, you get some goodies? Yeah. Some class stuff? I'm going to get my uh, Book of Ancient Secrets next level. Ooh, cool. Your patron. Oh, yeah, D- Jeremy. I want to hear about how the patron shows up to give you cool stuff, by the way. With the adventures and the people who play them excited for what's to come, that is where we're going to call it for today. Come back next time as the party pushes north with their newfound allies toward a sacred elven ceremony. Until then, this has been Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget about Mimicon 2023, the first annual game convention for the central coast of California. The organizers are working with the city of Santa Maria to host a premier gaming convention, and all proceeds are benefiting a local nonprofit. Attendees can access a huge variety of activities from RPG demos to nerd trivia contests. Learn more at centralcoastdnd.com. Remember, that's not an ampersand, that is the letter N, centralcoastdnd.com. And we'll see you next time on Legends of Kalidor, Tales from the Wildlands. <laughs>